This Rise and Shine podcast series has been made possible by the generosity of the Zeitelman Family Foundation, which is committed to the unity and continuity of the Jewish people through meaningful and relevant Jewish education and wisdom. Less than ideal measures of character is a slavery that no geography can fix. You are not truly free until you have mastery over yourself. This is Rise and Shine, a podcast that offers timeless wisdom and uplifting meditations to fill your heart, feed your soul, and start your day on a positive note. Here is Adrian Gold Davis. I remember how badly I wanted my own apartment, how badly I wanted to live on my own, All I ever wanted was to have full and total freedom from my parents' rules and boundaries. And in many ways, I came out of the womb this way, fiercely independent and single-minded, and probably wearing red lipstick and black eyeliner, which I used to sneak to school in my school bag from the time I was 12. I cannot imagine how my mother endured my willfulness and my determination. I simply did not take no for an answer. I did precisely what I wanted to do from the moment I figured out how to play loose with the truth and get away with it. Somehow, I fancied myself 40 and free from the time I was 12 years old. If my mother said no, I snuck out of the house. If a door was closed, I would climb over the wall. I was and to a great extent still am, quite fearless. Now, this stiff-necked, stubborn quality in me has been used for the good as well as for the terrible. Because if I dig my feet in, nothing stands in my way. And yet, this trace has been a blessing and a curse, and a very, very Jewish one. After the Jewish people built the golden calf, which was an idol and an abomination given that they had just received the Torah and been told to have no false gods, God says, I have seen, I've observed these people, and behold, they are a stiff-necked people. So the commentator Rashi explains that the Jews are so called because they turn their stiff necks towards those who reprimand them and they refuse to listen. Sorry, Mom. That would be your middle daughter. So Rabbi Chaim Schachter describes the flip side of this paradigm as he explains why this very character trait can also be positive. Stiff-necked, he said, is not necessarily pejorative. Stiff-neckedness is a character trait, and character traits are good or bad depending on how they're expressed. He goes on to explain that the Kotzker Rebbe once taught that every emotion and thought has value in the appropriate measure at the appropriate time. A story, a chassid, once asked, Rebbe, of what value is heresy or doubt? And the Kotzker thought for a moment, and then he responded, When a beggar knocks on your door, don't believe that God will provide. Instead, take out your wallet and give him money. Rabbi Samson Raphael Hirsch writes that the natural innate obstinacy of our race made Israel the most suitable for the revelation of the divinity. So we are hard to move, but when we're moved, we are immovable. Stiff-neckedness and stubbornness in a small child can be frustrating and draining, but if that same stiff-necked kid grows into adult with principles and strength and determination, then nothing whatsoever will stop them. They're less influenced by peer pressure 
they can stand firm. And the concept of character traits being seen as measures that can be adjusted in accordance to the situation in front of them is at the heart of the Jewish practice of Musar. The famous Musar teacher, Rabbi Elia Lopian, once described Musar as teaching the heart what the mind already understands. Duties of the Heart, a primary Musar text, and one of the very first, was written by Rabbi Bachya ibn Pekuda in Spain in the 11th century. He defined Musar as the science of the inner life, the study of one's character traits and the desire to adjust them towards holiness and piety is a lifetime of work. Because if all character traits are measures, and those measures can be adjusted through study and discipline, then each and every one of us can achieve some form of mastery over our inclinations towards the negative. It's been my experience that many of us use our innate tendencies and default positions as excuses and as rationalizations for why we do what we do. We love to take quizzes and surveys that give us a definition of ourselves. I'm this shade on the pace color system, or Myers-Briggs tells me that I'm X. And even BuzzFeed quizzes popularity attested the desire that we want to put ourselves into boxes. We believe it's to better understand ourselves and others, but too frequently people feel that this trait excuses them from the business of character development, which is one of the reasons we're put into this world in the first place. I once read of a young man who followed a great rabbi through Europe, hoping to gain his insights and wisdom into who that young man should model himself after. And when he finally had an opportunity to ask, he humbly said, Rebbe, which Torah personality should I emulate? The Rebbe paused for a moment and then answered him, Whichever personality the situation calls for. During the seven weeks, between Passover and the holiday of Shavuot, the giving of the Torah at Sinai, Jewish people have a practice to work on the fundamental traits of the human personality. We do it during this period because we were not freed from slavery merely for the sake of it. Freedom without boundaries quickly becomes chaos, license. We were freed from Egypt not as freedom from but rather as freedom to, freedom to accept Torah, to become the Jewish people, freedom to maximize our human potential through the instruction manual for the human condition, freedom to serve God and not our own egos. We learn that more than the Jews needed to be taken out of Egypt, the Egypt needed to be taken out of the Jews. Slavery to our own negative inclinations and less-than-ideal measures of character is a slavery that no geography can fix. You are not truly free until you have mastery over yourself. Till you know that you have a higher self that can be honed and practiced. On the weeks leading up to Shavuot, We prepare ourselves to receive the greatest gift the world has ever received, the gift from our Creator, teaching us what constitutes holy elevation and what prevents it. 
the Jewish people left Egypt and slavery in order to find the true freedom that is the maximization of human potential. The instructions for that maximization of potential are found in the Torah that we received on Mount Sinai on the holiday of Shavuot. And for that reason, Shavuot and its commemoration of the receiving the Torah may be the most under-celebrated holiday of the Jewish year. This Shavuot, take that gift in the merit of a lifetime of freedom. May we all know its sweetness and its liberation. Thanks for listening to Rise and Shine. Don't forget to rate, review, and subscribe to Momentum Podcasts on Apple, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts. Join Adrian again next time for more timeless wisdom and uplifting meditations that fill your heart, feed your soul, and start your day on a positive note. This podcast was sponsored by the Zeitelman Family Foundation. Spread the wisdom. Inspire Jewish individuals around the globe by supporting Momentum's podcasts. To sponsor, contact podcast at MomentumUnlimited.org. You're listening to a Momentum podcast. For unlimited inspiration, wisdom, and empowerment, visit MomentumUnlimited.org.